small trigger warning for this episode. The first question contains very minor discussion of sexual assault. The second episode contains discussion of domestic abuse. Oh my, my God, God. La, la, la. let me explain. Blame, 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 blame. Hello and welcome to It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain. And today is Wednesday, so it's Agony Aunt Day and we'll be dealing with listeners' questions. I'm obviously qualified to do this, but I also want to say you don't actually have to do what I say that you should do. I'm only offering you my opinion, but you can go off and do whatever the fuck you like. Um, This is just me saying shit but shit that comes from like a qualified informed place obviously but yeah you don't have to do what i say if you want to send in your question you need to send it to my separate instagram which is at ask la 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 let me explain you can send it in as a voice note if you're happy for your voice to be on the podcast do send it in if you want us to tackle your topic So the first question on our list for today says... Hi, Lala. Last week, me and my mum went to stay with my cousin and her husband for a few days. We have always got on really well. We planned to spend Christmas together, which I was really looking forward to. But on the evening we were there, my cousin's husband tried to kiss me. I backed away, obviously, and walked off. I felt... The evening felt really awkward for me from that moment on, but he was acting like nothing had happened and he was the same the next morning. I'm 30 and he is 70. I know my mum will wonder why I don't want to spend Christmas there now, but how am I supposed to tell her without ruining my mum's relationship with her cousin? I'm just so angry I've been put in this situation. Please could I have some advice? What a disgusting man your cousin is married to. And I actually completely understand why you're so torn by this, even though this is completely not your responsibility and it wouldn't be your responsibility if your mum and cousin's relationship got damaged as a a result of this. But I do understand why you're torn. His behaviour shows you that if you tell other people, he's going to be likely to deny it and he's going to likely gaslight you into believing that it didn't happen or that you misunderstood the situation. So it could very well become like a he said, she said situation, depending on what your family dynamics are like. Because in an ideal world, you would tell your mum and she'd be disgusted and then she would tell your cousin and your cousin would be disgusted but grateful that you told her and then he'd be out on his ass, and you can enjoy Christmas without a pervert in the house but it's not an ideal world. And sometimes families do behave really weirdly around things like this. And it is super fucking common for the man to be believed over the woman, regardless of the circumstances. That even often happens in families when the man has abused a young child who is a female child. Very common for man's side to be taken. So maybe your mum might try to convince you that you might be wrong or your mum might take your side, but then your cousin flips out when she finds out. But the facts are that he did this and you have the right to tell people and you have the right to not have to spend any more time with him. 
So I I do think you should say something. I think that you should tell your mum and then think together about how to tell your cousin. I'm hoping that your mum will believe you and will listen to you. And if she didn't, again, that wouldn't be your responsibility. Sometimes people go into like denial and shutdown to protect themselves, to not have to deal with anything that they may have to deal with as a result of the, what they've just heard. We do, you know, it's important to expect our families and our people who love us to be there for us. But them suddenly going, oh, no, no, I don't believe you, doesn't necessarily mean they hate you and they think you're a big liar. There's shit that can go on for us when we hear shit we don't want to hear. And then we can go into weird, like, shutdown behaviour. But I would really hope that your mum would listen to you and believe you. Uh, and then you can think together about how to tell your cousin in the best way. It really is an awful situation to have been put in. And there, are, there is a risk that this could cause ructions in your family and that it could drive a wedge between your mum and cousin and your relationship between them all. But that is not your fault or your responsibility. It is entirely his fault. And you shouldn't have to sit here feeling guilt and worry and concern about what to do next when you didn't fucking do anything wrong. You shouldn't have to stay silent for fear of a reaction. If things do get messy, it really is entirely his fault. But I don't think that you should stay silent. And I also think if you were the cousin, wouldn't you want to know if your man had been trying to, to kiss your relative who's 40 years his junior? Or even if it was no years his junior? I'd want to know. And again, like I said, with the mum thinks she might go into denial. She doesn't want to hear it. She might turn her anger towards you. But regardless of how anyone deals with it, you know you can stand firm in your righteousness. You you did nothing wrong here. This is entirely him. And it is important for you to do whatever you need to do to make sure you don't have to spend an awkward Christmas with this disgusting idiot. And on to the next question. Hi, Lala. I need your advice. One of my friends started dating a guy a couple of months ago and I'm already seeing red flags. He wants to know who she's with, where she's going. I even actually saw him snap at her when I accidentally let slip that she'd been out with me one night. He accuses her of looking at other guys, mentions her dress sense, uh, wants to check her messages on her phone. They just argue constantly. Um, I'm just really struggling. I just don't understand why she just don't walk away. I could understand it better if they've been together for years, but they've only been seeing each other a few months. I've got to the point where I'm just fed up appearing here. It's not because I don't care. I do care. But I'm really struggling to sympathise. Um, I'm actually really worried that she's in danger and I just really need your your help on how to be a good friend to her. It is so common for friends to feel the way that you do when watching friends make what seem like really fucking terrible choices. When you know that they can see how bad it is, but they keep going back, it can be so frustrating. There is actually nothing worse than that feeling of thinking, why are you doing this? You've sat with me for the night. We've spent hours talking about all the awful things that he's done and you've sat there telling me you need to get away. And then the next day, you're back with him and you're ignoring my calls. Like, ah. it can make you just feel like, oh, fuck off then, you're an idiot. It can feel like they're being really stupid or choosing their own misery. But they're absolutely not. The effects of domestic abuse are so complex. He will have worked her brain expertly to get her to the position that he wants her to be in. 
There will be so many elements of niceness and wonderfulness and charm about this man. He would not have started immediately the first couple of interactions being this controlling bastard. He would have been wonderful. He would have love bombed her. He would have made her feel that this is just amazing, that they are soulmates, that they're going to spend the rest of their lives together. And then he would have shifted his behavior. And she would have already been hooked by then. There will be many things that she loves about him and that she wants about him. But she will also likely feel that she plays a massive part in his behaviour. Because he was such a nice guy when they first met. And then, of course, she's going to be thinking like, well, obviously this change is my fault. And he'll be telling her that it's her fault. You know, if he's losing his temper, he'll be saying to her, but look what you make me do. If you'd have just told me you were going out with this person, I wouldn't have needed to lose my temper. So in order to keep the peace, she has to follow his rules and his boundaries. But she will be believing that she is at fault, that she provokes him. He he will have convinced her of that. She will likely believe that if she behaves well enough or if she does as he says and appeases him all the time, then he might just get back to being that really lovely guy who he was when they first met. Her brain is being hammered by all sorts of different behaviours that will be serving to make her feel like she can't trust herself, she can't trust her friends, she can't trust men, that she needs him around. There will be so much stuff going on for her and I think it is really important for you to read up on the nature of abuse. Sit down, read books, Google how the power and control cycle works, how coercive control and abuse really works. You need to get yourself really educated because then you will understand. You you may still feel those frustrations. You may still feel like, oh my fucking God, what's she doing? Why is she still going back? But if you have a really good knowledge of how domestic abuse is impacting on her and why she's making those choices, I think you'll find it a lot easier to have that sympathy and empathy and to stick by her. The problem with this kind of scenario is that there is very little that you can do apart from be there for her until she's ready to save herself. We can't save other people. We cannot run in and whip them out of situations like this until they are ready. He wants her to be abandoned by her friends. He wants her isolated. Do not play into his hands. Be there no matter how many what seem like stupid decisions she makes. She's not making them in her right mind. So let her know about things like services. I mean, it sounds like you've already had long conversations about the red flags. You've been really clear with her that you can see how dangerous this is and how bad things are going to potentially get. Don't make your interactions and time with her all about him. If you do get opportunities to see or speak to her, if you're speaking to her on the phone, check that he's not there and be careful of the things that you say to her because he may well be listening and monitoring her conversations. Be really careful about the things that you text to her because it looks like he's definitely looking at her phone. But if you have one-on-one time with her, ask her how things are going. Maybe let her know about Murdered by My Boyfriend on BBC iPlayer or other resources that she could look at or places where she could get support like Women's Aid or Refuge. 
but spend the rest of the time reminding her that actually life can be fun and that she does have good friends and not focused totally on talking about him and the fact that she needs to get away from him because that can also feel controlling. If she's being controlled constantly by this man and then when she's with her friends, the friends are like, you need to do this, you need to leave him. That's not helping her at all. So be there for her. Stick with her. Get yourself really educated on domestic abuse. You could also suggest that she makes a Claire's Law application or that you could do it. So in England and Wales, and I know they have this in Scotland as well, you can apply to the police under the Domestic Violence Disclosure Scheme to find out whether somebody has a history of offences against their partners. You could make that application just put in Claire's Law into Google and it will come up with your local police uh, area and you can make an application via there. If you make the application saying, I'm worried about my friend, then if he does have a criminal history, they're not going to share that with you. They're going to meet up with your friend and give her that information. She could also make that request herself to find out what his history is like. That may well give her the impetus that she needs to leave. However, it's important to note that if you are doing a Claire's Law check and it comes back and it says that he doesn't have any type of criminal record, it doesn't mean he doesn't have a history of abuse. Just because there isn't a criminal record for abuse doesn't mean they haven't done it. It just means that they haven't been caught. But ultimately, it's a very frustrating situation and I really feel for both of you and get some support yourself. Talk to other people about it. It's a lot to deal with. But I think that getting yourself educated will really, really help you. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's move to our third and final question for today. Hi Lala, I've been seeing this guy for a while. We've been on five dates and had sex twice. The first time was not very good, but first times are sometimes like that due to nerves and not knowing the other person. But then on our last date, we had sex twice and it was bad. He's quite aggressive, kept pushing my head down constantly when I was sucking it, choked me a bit. And it's just penetration like bam, 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 and totally ignoring my clip. I felt like I was in a porn movie. It's such a shame because I kind of like him. But do you think I'll ever change? I don't feel like having the energy to teach someone in their 30s where the clitoris is. I just feel like if he had any interest, he would have Googled it by now. And I'm also just feeling a bit mad the fact that he didn't even notice I wasn't enjoying the sex. I regret not saying anything in the moment, but I'm not very good at communicating in these situations. Thanks. Ugh, pushing your head down, choking without consent, banging Jack hammering your dry vagina aimlessly without going anywhere near your clit sounds very much like porn influence sex. Sounds very much like the sex that you have with a 14 year old boy who's never been near a vagina before and has 
only been educated by porn. Obviously, I haven't had sex with one of them since I was 14. But, you know, we know that this is what's going on. We know that this is the reality for a lot of women. And we know that sex and the orgasm gap and all of this kind of stuff can be really shit for heterosexual women who have to have sex with men. Well, we don't have to, but obviously some of us want to. So yeah, all of those things are just an absolute no-no. And 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 as you say, in an ideal world, I keep talking about flipping ideal worlds in this podcast, which we do not live in. So I don't know why I keep referring to this otherworldly place. But in an ideal world, it would be really easy for us to go, whoa, sorry, I really don't want to be choked. Stop pushing my head down. My clit is here. I'm not enjoying this. Let's do something differently but it's not. And actually that as soon as I read that and you spoke about that thing of not being very good at communicating in the moment, you know, I do this for a living. I do constant story threads about the importance of not faking orgasms, about being really clear about your wants and needs, about saying no to things that you don't want, about speaking up about consent and setting boundaries. But even me, I have been in situations, not even, you know, within the few years that I've been la la la, let me explain, where I have tolerated or I have just gone with it because the, the it, it's all well and good saying it over the internet, say something, communicate, be real with him. But when you're in the moment and actually it's quite a nice guy who outside of the bedroom has been really lovely to you, you've got on well, you've had a few good dates, it can be incredibly difficult. Sometimes your brain just can't get the words out because you don't want to hurt his feelings. You don't want to hurt his ego. You're not quite sure how to say it. And maybe you're making demands that are a bit, you know, maybe this is what you should expect in sex. Or then when you realise actually this is not what I expect in sex, sometimes it can feel like, well, I just can't be bothered. Like, as you say, you don't have the energy to teach a 30-year-old man where the clitoris is. So it's very difficult even for those of us who are very vocal and very confident about these things. And I guess the question is, do we experience this and then go, I can't be bothered, I'm never fucking doing this again, bye. Or do we go, well, look, I can work with this. And I think one of the biggest deciding factors here would be because some of those things that he did do were disrespectful and potentially give us an idea that it's very misogynistic sex. It's not about the woman. There's choking without consent, pushing your head down. All of those things are grim. And if they are being done out of a lack of respect for women, how he feels about women and sex, if he's just not particularly a very nice guy, misogynistic, then of course we don't try and work with that. We don't try and change that. We say goodbye, block, delete, move on. But actually there may be a possibility that this is a good man, that this is a decent man. This is a man who is inexperienced in bed and really has learned from porn and hasn't been accessing accounts like mine or doesn't have female friends around him who've been honest and open about sex. And so there is a possibility that actually he's just not that good in bed and he thinks that this is what women want because porn has told him that, but actually he's a really good guy and it is worth communicating with him to try to change things so I think you've got to establish that based on what are the dates like outside of the bedroom so if it's really worth working on then work on it and the best way to work on it isn't to be like I don't like it when you do this I don't like it when you do that 
I mean, you need to be vocal and you need to be clear about these things, but frame it in a way that's not going to make him feel humiliated or embarrassed. Frame it in a way like, we need to, I don't even know how, you know, because I was just about to be like, we need to talk about sex, bro. Like, that. no. Try to communicate it if you want to make a change, but... There are some things about this that are making me err on the side that perhaps he's not this good guy that's just shit in bed. The pushing the head, the choking, the not bothering to find out what women like, the not bothering to care whether you're having a good orgasm. All of that shit makes me think that this is potentially not even worth your time. And again, like I said, if he was 14, there's stuff to work through. He's 30. He probably should have got here by now. And the fact that he hasn't, does show you kind of where his head is at, you know? So I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd get back to bed in in a hurry with that man again. And we're done for another Wednesday. We will be talking about one of these on my Instagram today. So you can head there and leave your comments so that the person who wrote this in can read them and can get loads of different varied advice from all of us. So head to there. If you want to send in a question, send it to ask la la la. Let me explain. And I'll be back on Friday with X, red flags, whatever it is that we're going to do this Friday. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production. <laughs>